What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily fantasy football podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. And here we are continuing our series of a early look at the 2017 Consensus Fantasy Football Rankings. We've gone position by positions, our previous shows. You can check them out on Audio Boom or iTunes. We've done quarterbacks, we've done running backs, we've done wide receivers, we've done tight ends. So that leaves defenses, and we'll even do a little look at kickers here. Why not, as we are waiting for training camp to start. And uh, you look at uh, defense, it's always a weird position because you kind of uh, flock to familiar teams with familiar defensive players, and you go from there. But we know that uh, so many people go the streaming route because the way that things are ranked early in the season, they completely go the other way or there'll be a surprise team that rises or there'll be a team that you think is an old reliable that disappoints. Injuries as a unit can change this entire feeling. So can uh, key personnel moves, whether it's a player, say a middle linebacker, corner, defensive end or a defensive coordinator change obviously is the biggest thing to look for so I think for here with the defenses we'll talk about the guys teams that are ranked up there that are pretty solid and then look at some sleepers I think you have to kind of look well beyond deep into the picks here uh, I think we're going to go 20, 20 to 22 deep here that's the fourth tier that's on fantasy pros and their consensus rankings right now so we'll take a look at that for sure we'll have to start at the top though the broncos right now i would say you feel pretty good about them they have a lot of playmakers still especially from top to bottom with the Von Miller leading the pass rush, and then on the secondary, Chris Harris Jr. and Aqib Tlaib coming off incredible seasons as well. I think having a defensive-minded coach there in Vance Joseph, I think that's going to offset a little bit the loss of Wade Phillips as a coordinator. We know Phillips, a lot of playmaking ability from a unit uh, that you typically bump up, but I think Joseph is going to help this unit in a different way. I think they could be making some more plays. Overall, the talent is just there. You know you have Miller, Harris, Tlaib, Brandon Marshall, people that are going to make plays on the ball and uh, really rack things up here. So on top of that, Miller, Shane Ray, you know the pass rush, the sacks. 
interceptions, it kind of goes hand-in-hand in fantasy football. If you have the sacks, most likely you're going to have guys who can take advantage of that and make the big plays on the other end. So the Broncos are definitely right up there. I don't know if they're necessarily the top, but I think they belong in that top-tier consideration. The Seahawks are there. What's The good thing about the Seahawks, you look at the division, you have an older uh, Cardinals team with their offense. The Rams still have Jared Goff. The 49ers are breaking in a whole bunch of new pieces, including uh, Brian Hoyer, quarterback. So Seahawks are still a pretty good division for their production over six games for sure. I think Seahawks, the question is, uh, are the guys as productive as they used to be? Earl Thomas slowing down a little bit. Cam Chancellor definitely slowing down. Richard Sherman. And the defensive line didn't produce as many sacks as we thought. They're not as deep as we thought. So the Seahawks are a team that uh, have kind of uh, been a team over the past several drafts where you've taken plug and play every week. I don't know if they're totally locked into that, but I, I would still think they're in the handful of top defenses. If I had to go Broncos or Seahawks, I would go Broncos early. I think the Houston Texans, you look at what they can do, this is a team that I would put a bullet next to is maybe being number one fantasy because you have J.J. Watt coming back. We think he'll be healthy and good to go here at full speed. You have J.J. Van Clowney, Whitney Merciless. They're, they're hurting a little bit at linebacker. I think at uh, corner they get to make a few more plays as well. But overall, Watt just raises the entire quotient of this team. Sacks are obviously going to go up. He makes a lot of big plays himself with the swatting down passes, putting other guys in position for interceptions, forcing fumbles, all that. So Watt, the one-man wrecking crew, is back. So if I would uh, look at a team that can challenge the Broncos, I would say it's more the Texans than the Seahawks. And the next team I would put right there is the Chiefs with uh, Romeo Cornell and what they've been able to do in Houston. I think the Chiefs are kind of set up the same way where you have a good pass rush there. Justin Houston maybe returning there. You have uh, Tom Bahali just to, continuing to plug away. You know, Marcus Peters and Eric Berry are going to make a lot of plays in the ball. So it's pretty close. But I think I go Broncos, Texans, Chiefs over the Seahawks in this first tier. This uh, so-called Mount Rushmore that uh, fantasy pros have created four defenses i think there is definitely a clear separation with those four just because of the straight up talent on those teams and really they come down to do they have a dominant pass rusher or a few yes with all four of those do they have some guys you can see making big plays taking into the house in the secondary you'd say yes as well now a team that uh, we should be high on but i think we can drop down a little bit of the minnesota vikings mike zimmer we're not sure his future, it seems to be up and down here with uh, how much he can coach the team. When he's out there, it's a very solid defense. The thing that worries you about the Vikings is just their division there with Green Bay and Detroit. I think Chicago is the one team that you can pick on a couple times, but Detroit and Green Bay can definitely move the ball. So kind of two games each there where they get wasted and not really much of a factor. So... That's where the Vikings fall out of that uh, first tier. The Cardinals are a team that I think could be in that first tier, but they do have a lot of issues where they need to find more consistency in that second corner spot. They're having a transition at safety as well. 
Their pass rush is missing Calais Campbell, who uh, signed with Jacksonville. So there's some things to drop down from the Cardinals where the trends are not going in their favor, a little bit of age in certain spots. So I think the Cardinals are one of those teams that I, if I'm putting the Vikings down with them, I think the Cardinals slide a little bit for me as well. One team that uh, should be a little higher are the Patriots. To me, that they're playing in a division there with Miami is up and down. Buffalo is having some more changes. The Jets are an absolute mess. So six games built in there. The Patriots also have all their playmakers are tacked. They added more. There was Stephon Gilmore coming in, replacing Logan Ryan. He's an upgrade there. You have uh, now David Harris helping Dante Hightower. They kept Hightower. That was a key move. I think their pass rush could also be a little bit more effective as well. So when you look at plays on the ball in the secondary between Butler and Gilmore, there's plenty of that. And uh, you look up front as well that uh, they should be more effective rushing the passer overall. So a pretty good offseason for the Patriots, and uh, I think their number is up as well. Now, make sure while you're catching up on all the NFL teams in the offseason that you're also listening to Matt Williamson's Lockdown NFL show. He does a great job with that to uh, take you around the league. It's one of the great shows on the NFL channel along with all our team shows. So make sure you're tuned into those as well so you don't miss a beat when it comes to teams and uh, their fantasy value in 2017. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop! At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. So we're excited that you're listening to Locked on Fantasy Football through the offseason to get you through the doldrums there. We look at uh, our continuation of the defense special teams rankings, and you look at uh, Carolina, and they're the last team in the so-called Tier 2 on Fantasy Pros. Uh, You can check that out as fantasypros.com. Carolina Panthers, a lot of pass rush potential for sure we know that they brought back uh, Charles Johnson and Mario Addison they're pretty strong up front overall with uh, Kawan Short who got a big deal so they they can get a lot of sacks they can rack them up they're number two in the league behind the Cardinals last year and I think that's the Cardinals have the drop off while the Panthers kind of uh, stay steady on that front with the sacks it's, you know Luke Keekley is going to rack up a lot of plays there on the second level for some fumbles and all that and uh you know, with James Bradbury stepping into a more regular role as corner, the youngster, I think, can do what Josh Norman did a couple years ago. So I think the Panthers more trend toward their 2015 form, although you can't say they were too bad at 16. The Giants are a team to watch. I really like their front here with the Damon Harrison, Big Snack, and then you have uh, Olivier Vernon. But overall... I think the Giants have potential to make more plays as well. 
There's a tier three team. I think this is a team that we could watch to jump all the way to tier one. When you look at Landon Collins, you look at the plays that uh, Janoris Jenkins made, Dominic Rogers Cromartie, and then up front, I think you could see a little bit more sacks from the Giants. Vernon was more of a steady run stopper, all well-rounded end. Harrison was clearly that in the middle. So I think what we like to see is a few more sacks from the Giants, but they can definitely contend for the top defense in fantasy. And it's a sleeper that I'm going to circle here that people just don't think about the Giants as much, but they're close to what they've had in the past with their fronts. And really, they haven't had a secondary like this for a while, especially with Collins anchoring it. So it's a team to watch going up. I think you can fall into a trap with the Ravens. They've had to rebuild a few things. They've had their secondary have some issues. Uh, their front seven had some age. They had to start replacing Terrell Suggs and all that. So I think it's the Ravens, our team, that just come to mind because we know Ray Lewis and Ed Reed in the past. So we, this whole team's identity pretty much since their existence has been defense. So we kind of default, okay, we're safe with the Ravens. But I would dig deeper. It's not a team that I would ride in by any means as an every week play that's why you can uh, dive into streaming now the rams are going to be interesting because they've had a lot of defensive talent we know they still have that they still have tremaine johnson in the back end uh, to compliment aaron donald in that front but we know wade phillips is over there so his influence is definitely going to be felt in los angeles and i think you can see this team stop underachieving a little bit defensively i think you say where there's all this talent where's all the numbers and you look at this deep division as i mentioned before with uh, seattle arizona in there and san francisco where san francisco and arizona could have some defensive struggles seattle's a bit up and down i think that's a team you kind of avoid but we know they played that low scoring six get six game in that uh, division as well so the rams should be improved in theory. The problem with them is getting enough complementary offense where they can play with leads and really tee off on teams, and that's where they kind of slide a little bit. Jacksonville is going to get a lot of buzz, and it's a team that I look at playing in good matchups, but I'm not too crazy about them against Tennessee or Indianapolis, two very efficient teams not turning over the ball in in their own division. Houston, I think, is going to be very similar. So that kind of limits the Jaguars' upside, even with the some great, great players on that team. Uh, looking at Jalen Ramsey and how much their pass defense has improved. Still a work in progress to me. I think they're on their way to being elite uh, fantasy and re reality defense, but not quite there. Steelers, I think, again, a team like the Ravens, you can program a little bit, but pass rush, if I'm going Steelers or Ravens, I go with the Steelers side with their pass rush. I have Bud Dupree, James Harrison, those guys. I think on the back end, the Steelers will be better as well. That's always been kind of their issue. Can they get that consistent play from corner and safety to balance out the playmaking for fantasy football purposes? So if I'm going Steelers or Ravens, I think this year the Steelers are better overall team. They can complement their offense better, tee off a little bit more. So I'm going Steelers over Ravens in this tier. The Eagles really have had their moments they were very good early last season when they opened with the browns really carried a lot of teams early and you look at their parts they're very strong here overall this is a pretty good defense so eagles are another team to watch i think they're better reality defense however than fancy defense now we get into tier four supposedly here on 
the Fantasy Pros rankings. This is the consensus ranking. So this is what everyone is thinking, not just one person. The Bengals at 15, I think I totally thanked them off my list. Rebuilding unit, yeah, sure, they have Geno Atkins and some other familiar names there, but just don't like the trajectory of this team. I think the Ravens are going to be better offensively to match the Steelers. The Browns are also going to play a little bit better. So not much that I love about the Bengals. The Raiders could be good, and I thought they were a hot sleeper last year, but I will take the wait-and-see approach after they kind of disappointed with their secondary improvements, didn't really come through. I think those could definitely come through, but for now they're a matchup-based play for me. The Packers, another team that uh, we finally have faded hard, number 17. I think it's kind of an appropriate place for them. You'd think with some of their guys that they have, like Ha, Clint Dix, and Morgan Burnett, Clay Matthews, that they'd be better. But again, it comes down to the division. You know the Vikings play them tough, the Lions play them tough. They've had their couple games against the Bears, but it seems like these teams know each other where – Dom Capers has gotten a little stale with his scheme and some of the players there. So Packers, I think, are right where they are. Chargers is a team that you have to imagine could go up here with Jason Barrett in the secondary, and then you have uh, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram anchoring that pass rush. But there are a lot of things that you can like about the Los Angeles Chargers and their move. Nothing, that was the one thing that you feel good about them in their new coaching staff that they're going to run the ball they're going to be defensive minded I think this division could get a little ugly outside of Oakland with the offenses here with uh, Kansas City and Denver so there's going to be some opportunities but if I'm going to go sleeper in this division I definitely like the Chargers a lot more than the Raiders in fantasy football Tampa Bay in theory this should be a team that shoots up and I think they have a potential like the Giants shooting up to tier one from tier three i think the buccaneers could shoot up into tier two and they're very built like the panthers in the division they have a good linebacker core that's where the heart of their playmaking is going to be i think vernon hargraves and brent grimes are a pretty good duo back there in the second area that's going to make a lot more plays and the pass rush overall is going to get revved up so the buccaneers they're going to put up points they can complement that offense pretty well and that's a team that i bump up now the Bills at number 20 is about the last I'll go to as a regular maybe draftable, so-called draftable defense in this whole big picture. And you look at Buffalo, Sean McDermott, the influence. We know in Carolina, we like Carolina to hold up well because they made a natural transition with their coaching staff there. But I think this is where McDermott comes in. A lot of good pieces there. Start with Lorenzo Alexander and his pass rushing ability. Still have uh, Kyle Williams plugging away in the middle. Marcel Darius as well. Jerry Hughes. So plenty of guys there to make some plays. The thing they're going to have to make up for is no Stephon Gilmore making up for some things in the secondary. But really, when you look at it, Ronald Darby was the better playmaker there in the past few years anyway at the other corner. So the Bills are a team that I circle just because I like the scheme change getting McDermott, getting Rex Ryan out of there. This is a, a team to watch as well. So any of these teams that have these big coordinator changes, I think are very hard to rank because we don't know how all the same pieces of uh, talent are going to fit under a coach. So uh, I think McDermott definitely has a good influence on the Bills, and that's how you kind of follow him. If you go back to Jim Johnson with the Eagles and the late Jim Johnson and how uh, he was a mentor to McDermott and how the Eagles had some upside with him under them and then pass on the Panthers, it's going to pass on to the Bills 
as well. So really the other dozen here, you can take your pick. I think they're pretty close, uh, starting with Miami, Atlanta, the Jets, Titans, Cowboys, Lions. These are all teams that you can easily avoid in fantasy, really. You shouldn't really think about them too much. I know you're going to have to play second defense at some point, but I think you get one solid one that you can start early, have one that you can maybe replace with if they get into tough matchups, and then close late. So there you have it. Another edition of Locked On Fantasy Football is in the books. Please subscribe on Audio Boom or iTunes to get this podcast delivered to you on a regular basis. And make sure that uh, you're checking out all the great shows we have on the NFL and NBA channels. And things are just revving up all across the Locked On Network. We're very happy you're listening. We'll see you next time. This has been Vinny Iyer for Locked On Fantasy Football. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. By singing dog... Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.